0: to This is the official Patreon podcast for all things comic books. <laughs> I'm your host, Todd Oxtra, joined by Charlie Carden. And of course, you know that because you've already been listening to these shows. You but for anyone it. new and yeah. enjoying uh, this this show, welcome. welcome and thanks to all of our patrons who make this show possible. And um, we will be sharing the, these shows in the future to non-Patreons just so they can see these episodes in the future to see what we're up to. Right. Um, but we want to thank Thank like our Patreons, Best Buds, Jamie Brinke, BFFs, Sean, Stella, and Henry Nias, Missy Merchant, and Andy Millikan. Thank you for your support. Uh, we did have some votes for this episode, which we thank you kindly. And it was funny because it was a 50-50. So we kind of made an executive decision, went with Blackest Night, the uh, Green Lantern story arc that happened essentially in... 2009 going to 2010. Um, So I wanted to give everyone a little bit of background on this uh, book before we get into it. Um, Just so this is a hard one to jump into. Mm -hmm. I admit that. True. Especially if you were not into Green Lantern at the time like I was. Green Lantern is my favorite DC solo character. Always has been. Just where I grew to love the character as a kid. Fun fact, I don't know if... He likes rings. That's what it is. Yes, I do. I'm all about the rings, as you can see. But fun fact, did you did you know, Charlie, that I was in a club with a club of two with my friend Phil Loomis back in elementary school? We wanted to be superheroes. So we said we could train to become superheroes. So he said he was going to be Batman. And I said I was going to be Green Lantern. And we trained. But I'm like. How the hell do you train to become Green Lantern? Do I hope really hard that a Green Lantern will fall from the sky? I'll find and, an alien.
1: And now you can't track him down because he's Batman.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's fighting crime. Yes. Right. Uh, I'll never know who he truly is, that Batman. Oh, boy. Uh, but That's yeah, me. so Green Lantern, and I go back and, you know, I was always thinking about if I ever got another tattoo, will I have Thor on one arm? It probably makes sense to go with the old well, Green Lantern yeah. symbol on the other
1: there you go there's a there's a project you can show off to all of us absolutely Absolutely. i mean i have i have spider-man right here and i have captain america over here or maybe i have it reversed but i have those two because those are my two favorites
0: so absolutely you gotta put your money put your
1: money where your mouth is
0: exactly so you know green lantern he's a heritage character the original green lantern um alan scott uh, he's part of what we call the golden age not the same green lantern that you all know which is hal jordan hal jordan yeah, when they reinvented the character, when they basically decided to reinvent the heroes after they got a little bit uh, uh, st- just stodgy into yeah. the uh, late right. late fifties, early sixties, right. we got these new heroes uh, that emerged. And Hal Jordan essentially they rebooted what Green Lantern was. Instead of being a guy who found a magic lantern, Hal Jordan found an alien in a crashed spaceship. He was a he was a test pilot for the Air Force. Found him, and he got this ring and this lantern. Every twenty-four hours, he if he charges this ring up with his power battery, which you see looks like lantern, he gets the ability to use his will to make constructs out of essentially unending power. And right. he's part of a larger thing called the Green Lantern Corps, where every right. er, every planet has a protector that basically is a space cop that protects the uh, the Earth through the Green Lantern Corps. Um, So with that, that kind of gives you a little headway. But before we get into this book. kind of leading up to where Green Lantern was. um, Green Lantern went through a big problem in, actually when I was in college, Charlie, uh, about 94. Um, Hal Jordan tried, was supposed to defend the Earth, but often at times a big constant conflict between the Green Lantern Corps and Hal Jordan was, he was often pulled away to protect or help the Corps. So this So
1: you're telling me this was all a matter of time management? Which is he didn't read that Seven Effective Habits of Highly Successful Green exactly.
0: Lantern? Exactly. Oh boy. Exactly. Well, it's how you got all the other Green Lanterns. You yeah. got John Stewart. He was kind of the first right. Green Lantern you, you you were introduced to. Then right. we got Guy Gardner, and then Kyle Rayner throughout the times of this. And all, and, the, and, um, all
1: the wacky aliens, like even just seeing in your background, Kilowog and the different women one, and uh, yeah, you, you know mm-hmm. what was not featured in this and really bums me out is the one that's a squirrel. What the hell? Where oh, yeah. Was, Ch- where was the squirrel one? I like that one. Where was Chip? Yeah. Chip Ch- Ch- was not in Ch- here. Chip? <laughs> apostrophe? Chip. Uh, yeah. If you look in your background, there's one of them that looks like one of the Xenomorphs from aliens. You see the guy in the lower right hand corner? Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. Yes. The- there's, there's a variety of different. Uh, that was yeah. part of the cool thing about that. Uh, yeah. You've got different varieties of aliens. Yeah. And it was always pretty cool. And they always had like, the, you uh, know, the, the, uh, Essentially, a universal translator within the ring, so you right. don't have to worry about understanding them or not. So, yeah, you, uh, but what get gets me to the point of like getting us where we are today to get to this story, yes. it requires a little bit of background, which I know you didn't have when it was read, uh, when you read it, Charlie. Which yeah, is essentially right. the reason where Hal Jordan went where he was essentially was because of the death of Superman, right? Oh, okay, Mongol, who is essentially like a Thanos in a, in a lot of ways. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa. Thanos, you did Thanos again. I caught you. Sorry. You oh, my you goodness. It. Thanos. You did it. Thanos. I got you. I, I- but I know it's right. So I will say it's Thanos. I know that's right. It was a, it was a slip of the tongue. But tha- but so Mongol and teamed up with the Cyborg Superman. If you remember that, when the Return of Superman, right, right, they had right, 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 right. Steel and Superboy, right. yeah, oh, the still, Eradicator, I all that stuff. I still
1: remember that Max Landis short that came out about 10 years ago yes. about the Death of Superman, where it was just low-key recreations of stuff. And Elijah Wood was in it. It was just it was funny.
0: Yes. So, they attacked Coast City while Hal Jordan was gone, decimated the city, killed 7 million people. Crazy. I this is where really Hal Jordan was was from. Hal Jordan was so grief-stricken, he didn't know what to deal with it. He essentially lost it. And he right. said he's going to use the power of the Green Lanterns. And this led into Emerald Twilight, I believe, which was the like, short, short story arc within Green Lantern, where he ended up getting a bunch of Green Lantern rings. Mm-hmm. by essentially killing some lanterns. Why? I'm
1: killing some of them just because he was he's flipped out. He had a psychotic. Brain. He
0: flipped out. Yep. So yeah. he thought by doing that, he could essentially bring these people back by the power of the rings. No. Nope. Um, that essentially led us into Parallax, the creator, right. the creature Parallax, which was in the comics, which he became crazy. The heroes needed to take him down. They essentially yeah. eventually beat him and he left And then we find out that, uh, you know, he's still struggling with himself as he thinks he's a hero, but he's not really. And there's there's some comics that go in between. But then he eventually redeems himself in a series called uh, Final Night. The earth, uh, the the sun is actually going out. Mm -hmm. Every planet in the solar system will die. The the heroes try everything they can to do to, to fix it. And they can't. But this is where Parallax Hal Jordan finally says, I can save. If I'm going to save something, it's going to be this. So he actually sacrifices himself to reignite the sun, and he dies. Or so we think, Charlie. Point of order, that's what you think. Exactly. So he's actually brought back as an embodiment. He becomes the specter. So if you know who the specter is, he essentially is the... the He's essentially a force of vengeance, kind of like Ghost Rider, but a little creepier yeah. Green Hood. And, creepier. He, and he essentially makes people, um, I guess, commit to their sins and kills them. Uh, he's kind of like a, a, a boogity man. And he does that role for some time. And then eventually we find out why Hal Jordan went crazy, why the Green Lanterns were always um, weak to the the yellow Color Mm -hmm. that was their weakness, yellow color, because there was an imperfection in the green battery, uh, greenlander battery on the home planet of Oa, which essentially had an imperfection by the being called Parallax, same Mm -hmm. name, yellow being. uh, So that came out actually infected Hal Jordan. That's why he went evil. It was kind of a retro retro uh, fit. and this is where Jeff Johns came in to basically resurrect Hal Jordan and give him what he felt was the the right uh, story. So through all of that, Hal Jordan defeated Parallax. He came back, and that's where we got the Jeff Johns storyline of rebirth. And this is what uh, essentially you are getting with this. It's it's Hal Jordan coming back. It was a it was a great series, fantastic. Uh, preceding this was something called the Sinestro Corps War, mm-hmm. which essentially introduced different color spectrum of the green lantern core you got the yellow you got the orange oh you got
1: the- so that that was as recent as this okay i figured it was just one of those exactly. things it always was i had at yep. one point and, and i don't have so many of them anymore but down on my shelf over here oh i'm uh, let's see here if you tilt over i can show you there's all my little green lantern guys here i'll just move myself over so you can enjoy that for the rest of this recording so my little green lantern guys but i had at one point a handful of other figures like i've got i've got Kilowog over there in the corner mm-hmm. along with my batman i've got it's a set of four and two of them have fallen over and i always forget to set them up again but kilowag's there i got uh, uh john stewart over there as well so i like me some green lantern as well but at one point in my figure collection i had uh and i didn't realize it was from the series until we were reading it but the the orange lantern lex luthor and and some of the like crazy weird ones there's the one alien with the big like toothy mouth like the circle one um so yeah they was just they were kind of the weirdest and the wackiest ones of of what i liked uh in dc um and what I really thought I got right was this Green Lantern stuff. But those those ended up being some of my favorites as well. But yeah, I didn't know that I figured they were like like everything with DC was kind of old timey, you know, no. been around since, you know, forever. But yeah, you got, you know, layer of fleas and the star sapphire and the indigo indigo one or that guy, you know, the, so the blue. So that's when they all came out, huh? So it was was was
0: absolutely so it, like I said, Jeff Johns kind of turned everything on its head with Green Lantern. I mean, he dealt with some of the past storylines, but he created a lot of new mythos and mythology, which was really cool because it's like, wow, there's a lot of depth here that wasn't ever touched on before. So, yeah, and then the whole point of it is like each color represents an emotion, Uh, you know, greed or or, um, uh, hope, love, uh, fear, all those things, oranges like avarice or greed as well. So uh, very cool, uh, you know, storylines, which then led us to this new series that we're going to talk about. And it's called Blackest Night. Right. Um, a little background on the villain that you're introduced to is Black Hand. So, Black Hand is actually a uh, classic Greenlander villain from 1964. So, this is not a new villain. He was okay. just brought back. Um, and 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 that was part of the story. I don't know if you read them, Charlie. Essentially, the journal entries after mm. each, each issue, yeah. that was Black Hand's journal entries. So, you could read that to learn more about how he became the person he is. Very... Disturbed individual, you find out, and um, he his powers. Blackhand invented a device that essentially sucked away the Green Lantern yeah. energy, so yeah. kind of like a parasite in a lot of ways. Right. So, and Blackhand has been kind of in the periphery; he hasn't been dealt with. And this is really about him coming back yeah. and us, utilizing the power of death. To essentially seek revenge. And, you know, that's where the book starts off. Uh, right. Essentially, you've got this black hand. He finds – he's going after a skull of, of someone. And then you find out it's Batman. A certain someone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So, part of this – so, when that happens, um, then you find all these black rings are going to everybody. Well, a little background – In in stories that happened before this, that several two Green Lanterns actually found a black power battery. Mm -hmm. And it was at power level zero. They ended up dying. Mm. The power level that you keep seeing consistently in this book is all about powering up that power battery, the black power battery. So that's something that's a very cool element of this book is as they're doing battle, people are dying and things like that. You do see the power level grow. And one of the main themes about this book is it is really about – Understanding how many deaths there's been in the DC universe, and I forgot how many characters were dead at the time. Yeah, that, uh, was, that through... was what
1: what kept Zonk and me is that you know you saw you know there's uh, under the the Hall of Justice or Justice League headquarters there's this huge mausoleum with all these names, and I'm like, well, I can pick out this name or that name because maybe this showed up in a CW show and I recognize it, like you know, uh, uh ebon Thwart or Captain Cold's name or you know, Cheetah or uh-huh. any one of these like. It's just names, names, names like Carter, so-and-so and and blah, blah, blah. You know, Hawkman and Hawkgirl were real big in in this and they were, you know, Legends of Tomorrow. So I was familiar with them and all kinds or from watching the old Justice League cartoon. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, you're right. It's just, it's so deep. Um, it's very dense yeah it's so it's just trying to cut through and it really wasn't you know this was eight issues which both you and i were like oh crap we got to get around to reading this because we're also life is like "Ah," and eight. you know a lot of these that we do are some are five issues some are eight issues but then this we're like oh and there's a a couple zero issues and there's blah blah i'm like oh man i'm just trying to get through the eight issues you know what i'm saying and i don't know that it would have helped that much more and even though this ended up being a weird pick i thought in the last couple issues it, it really paid off being like a good message you know about what you always really want from stories like this was you know good conquering evil and people rising to the occasion and you know finding strength that you didn't know you had And i thought this really pulled it off but yeah the first you know four or five maybe six issues of this you're just like who are all these people you know and it's just like yeah if i was a serious dc um super duper fanboy i'd be like oh that's such and such from so and so from back in 1964 and this thing and that thing you know what i mean but as it is that part it's kind of like you know it was kind of easter egg city because that was going to be like oh i remember that because that's really cool but it, it wasn't like so impactful to the story that it really held you back. And it wasn't even really later in this until when the rings were really asserting themselves that some of your big, like, you know, Wonder Woman and Superman show up and then they get nailed by rings and then they go back and forth and then the rings get swapped around. Now I had a question when the core, when the core like Lear Fleas who had the orange or uh, uh-huh. star Sapphire who had the purple or the pink, whatever it is, when those like, and the ring will find you when, when the ring went from them to wonder woman and alex Luthor, in that case did they lose did the other ones lose their power because i no. thought they were still in mix okay so they don't
0: need a ring no. after
1: a certain point
0: they're good well no you don't lose the ring it's essentially like that was always the thing there was never a limited number of rings the rings would so just find the ring can just uh, it, like, it's, like the, 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 yeah just the power battery is the, the source of power the ring is just like kind of like it's like think about it the ring is almost like a bullet you, you, the gun is there but you have b- many bullets and the rings oh, are also okay. bullets of of the green land uh, of, the, of the, the guardians
1: all the lanterns are back on these see because and again my real familiarity with all of the planets in the lantern universe comes from um uh the lego dc dc heroes game sure is uh yeah. it's a uh, which is a uh, lego dc it's actually lego dc heroes batman batman Beyond Gotham, but it's all about space, and that's how I got yes. to know Oa and all the different planets. Because you have to mm-hmm. go around the planets and like do this little task together. Up, and then I beat that game. I beat that game to one hundred percent. So I, I've done. All those planets, all over the place.
0: It's a great conduit for knowledge for DC because they go deep. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and the, they do a good job of incorporating like more more modern storylines versus just yeah. all the old heritage stuff. So, yeah. to your point, Charlie, yes, there is a power battery because um, you have the individual like charging yeah. stations mm-hmm. um, for each ring bearer. They all have one, um, but what what actually powers all of them is the power battery on a planet. So, right. Oa is the home of the Green Lantern. Uh, power battery, and that was essentially the beginning of everything, and then you had other planets that housed those other yeah. uh, power sources, and um, one thing I also want to add, in so there was a big part of this about the atom, which you might have noticed, Yeah. and then the elongated man and his wife, so right. that came out of a storyline that came out just before this called Infinite Crisis, a really cool book. It was essentially a murder mystery of who killed the elongated man's wife, Sue Dibney, we right. didn't know it was a murder mystery by Brad Metzler, the, a big time writer uh, mm-hmm. who wrote um, he wrote like a, one of those really cool historical fiction novels, kind of like the Da Vinci Code, but not mm-hmm. him. Um, a different not Dan, person, not,
1: not Dan Brown.
0: No, but he wrote another one, which was very cool about like I think he wrote about the about, the, um, about a different part of uh, U.S. history. Yeah. But um, so we ended up that that story actually roped up because we found out it was actually Adam's wife, Jean Loring, who killed who killed Sue Dibney out of the blue. And the people were like, she went nuts Uh because she, she wanted to bring back, she she wanted to win back, the Atom, and she thought, "Well, okay. if you no longer have it, 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 was just like she. She just went out of her mind. So she ended up killing a bunch of people. She's couldn't figure like, out who it was.
1: She's that like that. Remember that a few years back, that that crazy astronaut lady who you know wore diapers and drove across the country.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: She's the, she's the crazy astronaut. She's that diaper lady. Yeah, yeah. There you go. yes
0: yeah. so, so that's uh, why it was a big deal with like elongated man and Adam. They were good buddies, and you know yeah. that was the first thing. It was kind of like, oh, they're going after him. So he was, and Adam disappeared because after that happened, he kind of. Felt guilty, but also not. So he that was his return. Yeah, it was right. also really one of the first big returns for Barry Allen, because Barry Allen, if you remember, he was dead forever. He, he was the he was the Infinite Crisis one of the first um, casualties of that, and oh, he had right. just came back and he kept on talking about what I missed and what I missed. So this was kind of a reemergence of a lot of uh, prior characters from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, it dealt with a lot of death, and yeah. it also dealt with really Hal's place because Hal had just come back, too. And he was always challenged because of his role. He was kind of a cocky guy, didn't always make good decisions. And they kind of touched upon like his relationship with Batman and other people. And it was a very good relationship story along with a bunch of chaos. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I well, think it was a well, huge payoff for people relacia, like me, but for you, Relisha Chaos.
1: Yeah, I just exactly. like I said, the first over half of this, you're we like, what? Who is blah blah blah? And this thing and that yeah. thing. And all these people. Like, here's a bunch of names. So and so of planet. Blah blah blah. So and so of yada yada. I'm like, what the, what the hell is going on? But again, in the last two issues, you know, maybe three. Um, you're getting this real, you know, the power of friendship and overcoming hardship and blah, 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 you know, and even getting into like, uh, you know, making Lex Luthor a part of things or, you know, flees I think was the power of the orange is, is selfishness. And then he does something selfless. Yeah, yeah, he does something selfless. And then he's like, oh, shit, you know, I'm in yellow
0: scarecrow, which was yeah, kind of cool. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. That I got as well. So, yeah, I feel like. It was kind of a long way around, and, and as you describe it, it's even longer going back. Oh yeah, you know. So, uh, part of me was like, "It's oh, a it's, long game. Yeah, it's it's somewhat insurmountable." But the end of it, I felt what well, I thought. I, th- I mean, I thought it was a good conclusion. Um. So, but yeah, I don't. I don't know that I I could have really otherwise prepared in a, any other way. But I enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed the last like third of this, where the first. Part of it I was like, just there's too much there's too much.
0: Um It was too much. Yeah. And they also layered in, once again, a lot of these stories, the events, they bring in like it's oh, by the way, Black Hand's not really the bad bad guy. It's Necron. He's right. the bad guy. Like in right. issue six, that's who they resurrected with the you know, that was ultimately why the power battery was trying to get to a hundred was because it was so gonna resurrect go, yeah. Necron.
1: There you go. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: It was and the then, one, yeah. And then we had a big surprise was well. Actually, all of the rings and all of the color set, uh, color um, spectrum was there was actually one original, and that was the power of the white, and that was going to defeat the power of Necron. And, black, um, so black, that black versus white, oh my goodness, it's a little on the nose, you know, the yin and the nose. yang, why not? Yeah. So, sure. and then it was funny because Sinestro then because he was once the greatest Green Lantern of all time, right. he was betrayed and all these things. He became the, the White Lantern, but he essentially was, um, you know, hoisted by his own petard. And right. um, yeah. it, so there was a lot of different story elements, but, you know, where this all shook out was, uh, you know, it was a good, you know, overall, like, good triumphs over evil. There was some story, and the great thing about this was, left a lot of story storylines to be, taken care of later but you got essentially a lot of people brought back from the dead who stayed alive some yeah. did not yeah um, and then you also had uh, the indigo uh, lanterns they basically took black hand and made him their prisoner yeah uh, you also had uh, you also had um, a lot of different story arcs that would then be managed in the next series which was called Brightest Day. So there was another yeah. storyline following this Blackest Night, Brightest Day, you know, Green Lanterns. Well, I, is certainly, mono. I yeah. certainly
1: at least feel a little bit more prepared if we end up going in that direction, though. I know and I know we got to wrap this up, but I know that our next project. And again, I, I really like it how we've we've done the you know, our first issue was Parker, the the hitman, And then we did the something is killing the children. And this was our first di- Back into doing something, you know, more traditional superhero. More traditional, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I like it, and I would like to continue to 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 dip. But yeah, this was um this was layered in a way. It's like Infinity Crisis, the book I've never finished <laughs> for a very good reason. It's just like
0: you mean Infinite cri- yeah. Crisis on Infinite Worlds, yes, Crisis the, 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 the granddaddy Earth, yeah. of them all. The, yeah, yeah,
1: the eighties, the eighties cla- classic, as it were. But this, I don't know, makes me feel slightly more prepared. um You know if in fact there's you know a, a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow which i felt like this really was so yeah you know to, to, to wrap this up somewhat succinctly i would say um it is layered i think you can make your way through it if you've played lego batman 3 the way that i did it you know okay there's the guardians and they're on oa and blah 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 and this is where the juice comes from um and if you know a little bit about the action figures you can get to the end but again at the end it's it's a great story of sacrifice and coming together and the greater good and, and kind of some of the things that you want from comic lore. So I liked it, but again yes. it was it was a long journey is what I would say.
0: It's very hard. It's like somebody asking someone to come in at Infinity War, right? It would be like, if that's your first MCU movie, it's like, oh, perfect timing. It's really cool, but I didn't know what was going on. And same thing with this, Charlie. You didn't read issue zero. I think issue zero would have helped you a little bit, but you didn't. So that's okay. Um, And also, along with this, a lot of times there wasn't a lot of Green Lantern presence in this. Yeah. Um, But If if I if you looked and saw what the other supporting stories were, there were some limited like one through three issues of like specific characters in in a comic series. They had the impacts of like dead characters who came back in individual books, which I kind of liked because it was like this impacted everybody and necessarily if they were in the if they were in the crossover. And then this also was going on in the Green Lantern core book and also well the green lantern and the green lantern core book because the core core it's yeah, oh my it's, gosh language is crazy but, it, yeah so there was a lot here
1: sense. my goodness yeah
0: okay. so even myself who was heavily involved in green lantern at this time even i was kind of feeling like oh there's a lot going on here and it's heavy lifting i didn't know all of the characters so this was clearly if you were heavily invested it, the payoff was huge and i right. think jeff johns this was his golden years. Yeah, he makes things very readable, and that's I think was a big part. If a different writer had been this Charlie, I think it would have been a hot mess, uh, horrible. You'd be like, "Why is this like, so bad?" And like
1: Marv yeah. Wolfman with the Crisis on Infinite Infinite Earths. I don't know. I've got that one on the show. Like now.
0: Scott Lobdell, let's bring him back, or or one of those '90s writers who was like, oh. yeah, "Yeah,
1: exactly." Yeah. it's oh, so well. '90s. All um, the pockets
0: yeah so the good news is you can get this book um on comixology mm, you can get yep. it on dc universe infinite yep. and also available in uh many different collected volumes there's a billion of these collected volumes right. out there so right,
1: it's a classic at this point so well cool yeah well i look forward to um future readings that are maybe a little bit more decipherable but yes and- oh
0: and we should Tell what the next one is, and the next one is going to be East of West. It's a a five-issue – you know, the volume we're going to cover is the first volume with five issues. Mm -hmm. It's on Comixology as well if you want to read it there. You can buy it through Image, I think, or just buy it at your local comic book shop. But a different story about kind of a Western arc with the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. So uh, I'm very I, curious yes, about that book. I
1: just I started it today, and I was having really gotten the, got to the probably the first like three or four pages. But yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm interested.
0: Well, good. All right. All right. So thank you for joining us in this journey of comics. Once again, uh, patrons, if you have suggestions, books you'd like us to hit, let me know. I will also then be putting these out in advance to let people know that we're reading them so they can read along, ask us questions, what we thought. And then we'll also be putting polls in the future. We've got our first two next books, I think, and then we've got maybe the third book coming up. We're going to also probably read the one that we put in the poll as well and go from there. But uh, very exciting journey we're in, and I'm glad we can cover comics like we haven't in the past Charlie so this is going to be a lot of fun as we continue to do this so so thank you folks for joining us on the journey of comic books thank you Charlie for reading along with me
1: digging in you bet all right Patreons, thank you we appreciate you Uh, we will see you next time keep on trucking
0: excelsior this podcast is part of the secret friends unite podcasting network